You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I am also the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. On today's show, we are going to dive into Tem Lokobu's press conference that he held on Thursday. We're going to talk about all the news going with Boston College sports, and we're going to look at Boston College's special teams as we head into spring practice. But let's chat first about the news. So the biggest piece of news for Boston College on Friday, or Thursday, excuse me, had to do with the NCAA men's hockey tournament. Now, Boston College was scheduled to play Notre Dame in the opening round in Albany, but news broke around noon today that Notre Dame had COVID issues on the team and had to withdraw from the tournament. Now, what that means is it's so close to those actual games that the NCAA chose not to replace them. And instead, Boston College is going to win or get, you know, it's going to be a no contest and Boston College gets to advance in the tournament. So, uh, you know, obviously you want to wish the best for whoever got the, the case of uh, coronavirus or whatever on the team uh, for Notre Dame. You never want to wish that on anyone. Um, and that's, you know, that's just the reality of what's going on now. It's it's kind of scary that, you know, any kid can get this, but hopefully it's just a, a quick thing and that they can get back on their feet. But, you know, for Bo- from Boston College's perspective, now BC has, hasn't has played, I believe, in 11 days. Uh, and they're going to, that's a long time off. And they're going to get to play the winner of St. Cloud and Boston University. Uh, in the finals of the Albany bracket with the chance to go to the Frozen Four the next weekend. So, you know who I'm going to obviously be rooting for in that game? I want to see, badly want to see BC and BU play. Um, obvi- you know, when you get a chance to have the Comav Classic in the tournament, and I'm not a hockey head, I've already told you this many times, I'm not sure if they've ever played against each other in the tournament, and I'm sure I'll get tweets about it. Um but I, that would be a lot of fun, and I, I, I would love to see BC and BU play in that game. So um, this will probably be the first time that I've ever rooted for Boston University, but go Terriers. I want to see them play the Eagles. In basketball news, I thought this was interesting that the College of Charleston hired their new head coach, and it's going to be Coach uh, Kelsey, uh, Pat Kelsey of Winthrop. And I, I found this kind of funny because, um, I, as I've told you before, I'm still on the fence about the Earl Grant higher, but I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes and how he does. I'm going to give him a chance. However, you know, when we were talking about all these coaches before the, the actual um, candidate was revealed that was going to be hired, you know, on the lower end and a name that I was like, hmm, I would love, maybe I'd be interested in seeing him was Pat Kelsey, uh, you know, of Winthrop. So he, you know, he's been to the tournament a bunch of times. I think it's a great hire for college at Charleston. It'll be interesting to see in three or four years where both programs are at and where Kelsey's at. Now, if you remember Pat Kelsey, um, my Rhode Island friend made sure to remind me of this. Pat Kelsey was the coach that was originally hired a couple years ago by UMass. And uh, he ended up bailing 20 minutes before the, the pre- introductory press conference and uh, decided to stay at Winthrop, um, which I, that story will always make me laugh. And it's, it's just, it's ridiculous because like, 
and it's not to it's just like you get a school like UMass and you're waiting and it's this is that would have been a home run I think would have been a home run higher for the for the Minutemen and they, they can't you know like 15 minutes before everyone is waiting for him to come and he doesn't show up so well hopefully he shows up for college of Charleston because uh this is they've already announced him as the new head coach and uh, the AD has announced it as well and as I've said I'm gonna try to continue to add in a little news piece on some of the sports that maybe don't don't get all the uh, attention that you would get if you're you know men's football or whatever um women's soccer won on thursday three nothing on the road against the university albany now sam smith not the singer uh she's a she's a player for the women's team scored two goals in the second half and lara govin scored the first one in the second minute of the game she got bc going really quick um and they won and blanked albany I think that the Great Danes, if that's from remembering correctly, and Ali Auger earned her first shutout of the season with four saves. So, congratulations to the women. That's a big win for them. Uh, the women's soccer team has struggled this year. They're two and nine. That's only their second win of the year, but um, good win for them. So, wanted to make sure I shouted them out. Now, this weekend, I'll go, go over some of the things that's going to be going on um, that we'll be talking about on Monday. Boston College kicks off uh, their three-game series in baseball against Clemson on Friday. Obviously, Mason Pelio will get the first start. You'll probably see Emmett Sheehan in the second and Joey Vetrano in the third. Um, hopefully, Boston College can come away with two or three wins. It would be great to, to – man, if they could sweep Clemson, that would be a nice way to start because, uh, you know, they've played some really powerful teams, you know, with Louisville and UNC. Clemson is not as good as them, and if Boston College really wants to separate themselves, this would be a great weekend for them to, to pick up some wins. So that'll happen. You know – also today is the uh, pro pro day at Fish Field House for the football team. There's going to be 12 Boston College players there, and we get a chance to talk to the players after their performance, and we'll get to see tape and everything of that. So um, we'll have a full recap of that as well. And then Sunday's game, obviously the hockey game between either St. Cloud and Boston College, uh, St. Cloud and BU versus Boston College. That's going to be a big game that we're going to talk about on Monday as well. So there's a full schedule already set up for Monday. Now, in a moment, we're going to chat about Tem Lokabu and his press conference on Thursday. I thought he had some really interesting comments I really want to talk, jump into, so we'll jump into that first. But before we do, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. But BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They got everything covered there. You, got, you want NBA, college basketball, Major League Baseball, they got it all. They even cover award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They got it all. You head on over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That means you put $200 down, they're going to give you $100 free money. You're going to win easily with that. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, let me tell you about Locked On today. If you haven't checked out Locked On today, they are a great, nice, succinct 20-minute podcast hosted by an excellent host, Peter Bukowski, that gets into everything that's going on in sports and does it in a nice, quick 20 minutes. Now, all you have to do is head on over to Locked On today, wherever you get your podcast, and hit that subscribe button. I'm telling you, as long as you're not listening to Locked On Boston College, which I, I still want you listening to me, head on over to Locked On today, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this is um, Five Star Friday. It's our first one that we've had. And I want to thank you. I got uh, about five new um, ratings on iTunes. And 
everyone who gave me a five-star review that I could read their name, because if you gave me a, a rating, thank you. I do appreciate that. But if you wanted a shout-out, you had to put a little review in. Three of you did that. So I want to give you a shout-out. And if you want to do it for next week's, head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review, and I will shout you out on the show as well. So our first thank you goes to Jack Hunchko, or Huncho, 10, who said, Fantastic podcast, fresh and easy 20-minute episodes to keep super fans up to date. Jack Huncho, thank you so much. I appreciate your, your kind words. On Friday, we had Working Rich, who said, Enthusiastic podcast, open and questioning. Good news for the podcasters that they now have a lot of ads. Heck, yeah, that is good news for a podcaster to get a lot of ads. Well, Working Rich... um, I hope you don't work too hard, but I want to thank you again for being a loyal supporter of the podcast. I've seen you 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 ask questions and all sorts of things like that, so take care. Max Podell said, awesome BC podcast. This is the best Boston College podcast. The host, AJ, tells you everything you need to know about Boston College. Although he has all of the insight and knowledge you need, the show feels like a conversation with a friend over coffee from Beans, Creams, and Dreams. I love that. I haven't had Beans, Creams, and Dreams in a long time. And uh, that just, when I read that, that that put a smile on my face, Max. So thank you. Um, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. Now, when I set out to create this podcast, I wanted it to be like a conversation between me and you guys. Like, this is just like two guys over a beer talking BC sports. Um, to be fun, to kind of have, have a good laugh at it. Heck, and I know some people have said it, um, uh, that I can be self-deprecating, de- de- excuse me, and believe me, I can do that. I can take a, a hit on myself all the time, but Max, thank you. M- uh, Patrick Tolan, who is a very loyal podcast listener, said, the best BC podcast. Hands down, the best BC podcast. I love listening to the show. Great coverage during the football and basketball, as well as some great coverage on the new head coach. Cannot recommend this podcast enough. I also really enjoyed the pizza episode and the one about Superfan shirts. Patrick, I love that. And believe me, I will get you more uh, random shows about certain things. I, I have some things in mind to talk about things that are just not sports related. Believe me, I'm out of uh, – after today, I'm out of uh, previews for spring football. So I'm going to start looking at some other things to add into the show. So, uh, Patrick, thank you. And thank you to everyone who rank, rated and reviewed. If you want a shout-out, if you want me to read your, your comments on, on the air, hit, hit me up on iTunes and give me a five-star review and, and put a rating there. Thank you. And so let's get into it. So next, I want to tell you about what uh, Tem Lokobu said. So let's let's put in his first comments. No doubt, and um, it's a good question. That's that's I, to me that's the beauty of our program. Um, we have a, a true program. Um, the the train just keeps rolling along, regardless of who the people are, regardless of what jersey numbers are out there. It's still about for the team. It's still about tough love compete. Um, the message has not changed. It's just different people doing it now. The expectations are the same. And that's why I feel confident that we'll, we'll have success because, you know, um, are we going to miss those guys? Yeah, we're, we're going to miss them as people. But the reality is that's how it goes in the real program. Um, the, next, the next man. The audio cut out on the video that the BC sent out, but he said the next man up. But I thought this was such a great comment from Tem Lokabu because, you know, you think back to what Steve Adazio used to say. Think back to his press conferences and you remember exactly what he would say. 
oh, we lost Luke, you not Luke Keekley. If we lost, you know, two linebackers and we lost a tight end and this is going to be a young team. You remember that over and over again, right? He used to say young team about everything. And it was just kind of his get out of jail free in his mind about everything about BC sports. To hear Lokabu say, that's not an excuse, a real program, they just keep moving. I thought was so refreshing. It was such a 180 from what we got from Adazio. He's saying, you know what? We got the guys. We're just going to keep moving. We're, yeah, we're going to miss Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie as people. But we got guys here that are talented that are going to be able to do what they did. And I thought that was like that. I mean, man, if you want to talk about hitting out of a park with an answer, Lokobu hit it right there. Um and so I just I know what you as listeners think about what Adazio used to say and, and how much eye rolling we used to do when he at every press conference it was about youth and young and injuries and blah 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 and Lokabu's that whole mentality they have now this for the team it encapul- encapsulates a complete different philosophy but one that builds a program and that's what's so exciting and I think you know we had a fun year in 2020. But the bigger picture for Boston College was kind of just shown there by what Lokobu was saying. That, you know, this is they're building a program here, a program that's going to sustain, that's going to be built to win every single year because they're going to continue to bring talent in that can fill the role of the guy that leaves or the guy that gets drafted. And that is huge. And that should give you the – that gave me butterflies when he said that. Just the, the, the fan part of me that, that remembers what it, what it used to be like here at Boston College where, you know, you miss a guy and you're like, oh, God, this is going to be a huge issue for like a year or two now. They're not making that excuse anymore. They're just saying right now, Tem Lukabu saying, look, we're going to fix this. We're going to be good again. And I thought that was great. And, you know, he brings up two – and I didn't cut the, the clip for this because I didn't want to like go on and on about it. But – he hits on some of the things that I know many people were were concerned about from last year's squad. He talked about um, the wrapping up and tackling and how that needs to continue to work on and the fundamentals. They need to do that. He also talked about the big plays and that's something that they really wanted to focus on. Like if you wrap up a quarterback, you need to finish it. You need to bring him down. And if you remember last year, that was a big issue with this defense was the guys were getting to the quarterback. Those defenders were getting to the quarterback. They just couldn't finish the sack. Um, And so that's, that's good. That's what you want to hear. And then he said as well, another big piece, he talks about this later in the, in the interview and to to the press conference that there's a special emphasis. They're really looking at how they're going to fix um, their issues against mobile quarterbacks. And because obviously that was a big issue last year for Boston College. They need to get that addressed. And it look, you know, he's got that on their mind and he's he's bringing these athletes in to to fix that. Now, the last piece, I brought, I, I cut a second clip from Tem Lokabu because I wanted, I, I thought this was another interesting answer, was, you know, a big piece of the defense this year, they brought in two more transfers to add in, to you know, Chibuzio and Wuka, who's returning, and Dion Jones. So that's four four transfers. And one, uh, another reporter, I think it was Andy Backstrom of Rivals, asked him about how they're fitting in to the new system. So let's hear what Tem had to say. It's been really good. Um, I think I think you can imagine how a a transfer is feeling when they're coming into a, a new situation and they don't really know what to expect. So it's in my opinion, it's hard to 
jump right in and, and be a leader right away until you know what the expectations are and what our culture is. So the, the first month or so, that's, that's all it was. It was, a, it was a big indoctrination into what our team culture is, what our defense culture is. And, you know, once now that we're on the field, you start making plays and, you know, you start um, popping out and um, distinguishing yourself to your teammates. I think that's the last part that comes, the, the leadership. Now, okay, now I can really verbalize myself and um, hold people accountable. At, at first, it's all about your actions. And then the next step is, all right, they know that I'm, that I'm about my business. I'm about, the, I'm about that action boss. All right, now I can, now I can get on guys. So, um, you know, so far so good. I think those guys are on schedule to do that. That was Tem Lokabu, who was talking about the new transfers on the defense. So that would be Jaden Lars Woodbay and Isaiah Graham Mobley, who and Chris Banks, actually, there's three, uh, that are coming in to play defense. Now, Jaden Lars Woodbay and Isaiah Graham Mobley, I, especially I've heard about their leadership traits. And it was interesting to hear from um, Lokabu about what he thought about them as leaders, that basically that they've had to kind of sit back and, and, and absorb it. And when we talked to Woodby yesterday, Woodbay yesterday, he said kind of the same thing. Like, he's kind of just trying to understand the culture, trying to figure out what is expected of him from that locker room. And I think that's good. Um, you want to see how these guys fit in. You don't want to jump. You don't want an alpha dog that jumps right in and starts barking at like Brandon Sebastian and, um, you know, Chibuzi and Wuka about what, what they should and shouldn't be doing. You want guys that are, that understand their role and then blossom when they earn their player, uh, their teammates trust. So, you know, I, I really enjoy these podcast, not podcasts, press conferences because you get a chance to hear from the source themselves, and I like these few chances that we get to talk to Frank Signetti and, and Tim Lokabu because we don't get a chance to all that often. Um, if you want to hear Signetti's comments, come go back a couple episodes uh, to offense in year two um, and hear what he had to say. But that was what Tim Lokabu said today. Now on tomorrow's uh, bcbulletin.com, I'll have more about what Lokabu said. I was also there and I talked to, um, to Zay Flowers, who had a great comment again, and um, Josh DeBerry. So Zay, of course, <laughs> they asked him about, you know, what does he do against defenses? And he goes, I just run right by him. And I, I, I was saying to, I think it was Dan Rubin, I don't remember a wide receiver on Boston College that has the swagger and the cockiness that Zay Flowers has. And believe me, like, you know, I know some people get turned off by it, but a lot of wide receivers need to have that, right? You remember, like, Randy Moss and, and Antonio Brown. Take his his other pieces of what he's done out of his life. But it seems like almost every wide receiver has that swagger, or the good wide receivers have that little bit of edge to them. And it seems like Zay Flowers really brings that. So um, you'll want to hear what he has to say, because I, I love talking to Zay. He doesn't give the most, the longest answers, but they're all very, very Zay when he talks. So uh, definitely check that out on the, on the site tomorrow. In a moment, we are going to break down the special teams, which I think is an important thing to look at. But before we do... Let's chat about Built Bar. It's Built Bar Madness time. 
you know how much I love Built Bar, and I've talked to you quite a bit about some of the great tasting bars I've tried. They're the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. Let's check out today's matchup. It's between uh, choc- uh, chocolate chip cookie dough and coconut. And I, I, this, oh man, we're getting into some really, really tough ones here because I like both. I just bought a box of cookie dough because I love those. And coconut's one of my favorites too. Uh, You know what? I said all along, I'm going to go with chalk on coconut, like going, you know, every time I'm going to pick one of the coconut ones. I lied. I'm going to go with cookie dough chunk today because that's what I had uh, as my afternoon snack and it. Those kick butt. They're really, really good. So check those out if you got a chance. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup on next week's show. Now, let's chat about the Locked On NFL Draft show. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? I know I am. Join Locked On NFL Draft host Travis Sakema and Benjamin Salek as they give you their latest positional ranks and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Drop Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. If you do not already, follow us on Twitter at Locked On BC. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC and find us on Facebook or Instagram. Check us out on Facebook, please. It's one of the biggest things you can do to help us because there's, it, it really gives you a good view of some of the things that we're doing on there. So go to Facebook and check it us out at Boston College SI. Now, we're going to hit our final positional preview of the spring. And I've been kind of sprinkling these in on shows that I don't have um, a ton to talk about. But we're going to look at special teams now with Boston College. And this is a position that Boston College really is is set for 2021. There is no real change on special teams for BC. That's good because I was so pumped when Aaron Bumeri decided that he was going to come back. Because this is a kid that really solidified that kicking role last year. You know, he was he was hot and cold under Steve Adazio, but with new um, special teams coach Matt Thurin in, they've really turned that kicking game into something very stable. You know, obviously they won a game with a field goal against Texas State. You know, he was kicking field goals left and right, and he hit 80% of his field goals last year. So getting another year out of him, and then you can look at like Connor Lighton or Tessator or you know any of the kids that they have, Danny Longman that could come in and play. But Boom, as the coaches call him, you know having him for another year, not having to deal with the college kicker, and I'm doing my quotes there because you know they have that reputation of being really erratic, puts Boston College in a good position. But I'd love to see after him you know Bumeri to be fair has had injuries he was injured last year he when his last year at Temple he was hurt you want to make sure that you have some depth behind him and Connor Lighton is a, is an intriguing one because he was depending on what kicking draft service you look I mean the kicking recruiting service you looked at he was one of the top kickers in the country and so I'd love to see is he ready like can he kick what's his range look like what is he able to do because if something was to happen to Boom you know I don't know if it's going to be Danny Longman, who I've, I've, you know, I remember his his range isn't all that great, or is it going to be Connor Lighton? So that would be one position I'd like to watch for. See how those kickers look behind Boom. 
the the punter is Grant Carlson. You know, he's been very consistent. You know, last year he was a kicker that could consistently get the ball within the 20 yard line and flip fields really effectively for Boston College. Um, he's back again. Uh, you know, there's not much to talk about a punter. You, you know, you either can kick it or you can't, and he can kick it. Um, I'd love to see a little bit more um, power on his kicks, but we'll see. Um, that's one other player to look at. And then um, I noticed on the spring roster, I mentioned that there were players in the portal. It looked like Aiden Livingston was still was coming back. So the long snapper um, is coming back to Boston College. So that's good. I mean, that I believe he entered the portal, but it sounds like he's staying. So that's a, that's a positive because you obviously want to have some uh, that to be a consistency thing. And he'll be back for another year. And finally, you have the kick returners. So Travis Levy is returning. He's the model of consistency. You have him back there with Jalen Gill. But, you know, not, uh, Gill has the explosiveness. I think of Levy as nothing more than a guy that's not going to – he's not going to make mistakes that kill you. He had one last year, but I remember Michael Walker here, and he was explosive, but he also had issues with dropping the ball and making mistakes. I think Ben Kleins has a few of those issues too. So I, I prefer, and I know like guys like Bill Belichick like it, a guy that can, you know, if you're going to get one or the other, you get consistency. But I think as well, there's a lot of kids that came in that have the ability to be explosive. So maybe they find a guy, a, a player on their roster that can can be that big, you know, home run hitter on special teams. And, you know, a name that I've heard a lot of is, is Brandon Sebastian's younger brother, Bryce. I've heard all about his speed, so I wonder if he might he might play a role, or maybe some of the freshmen, maybe someone like Lewis Bond, who you know I noticed is playing wide receiver this year. I thought he was going to be a running back, but he's a wide receiver or Dante Reynolds, and you know they've a lot of these kids that are coming in that are freshmen have experiences being kick returners. So it'll be interesting to see if any of them push Travis Levy off of that, or if um, Jeff Halfley sticks with the the veteran that has done it for years for Boston College. So that's our final spring preview. Um, you know, it's a little bit more of a boring one. It's special teams. There's not a lot of uh, glamour there. or And honestly, there's not a lot of um, question marks there. It's very consistent what you're expecting. But we will look, uh, you know, continue talking about this. We have so much to talk to about on Monday, as I said before. We're going to have Mitch Wolf on to talk about the, the pro day. We're going to go over the... Um, a Frozen Four immense hockey tournament. We'll go over Clemson and B- BC baseball. I'm sure there will be some sort of football or basketball recruiting news. As usual. There's always something going on during the weekend. So you're going to need to make sure that you check us out on Monday. And make sure that you make this part of your routine every day. You know, every day, I- I've noticed our-, our listenership is going up just nice and steady, and that's exactly what I expected. And I hope that you're enjoying this podcast because I love – you know what? I, I-, I say this every show – I appreciate you guys. You, the listeners, make me do want to do what I do because you give me such good feedback. You, you're, you're very kind, and it's a community. We've created a community here for Boston College uh, fans, and I hope to continue to grow it. And maybe we can figure out ways to get some of you on the air to, to ask questions and things like that in the future. I'd love to add that piece too. So hope you all have a nice weekend. I'm up in Boston. It's like 70 degrees out today. I'm in shorts again because um, was, I was actually out with my son and I was like, man, it's hot out. Um, but hopefully the weather stays nice where you are. I know some people are seeing tornadoes. Stay safe if you're in those areas. And I'll see you all again on Monday. You can hit me up on Twitter if you have anything you wanted to talk about over the weekend. And I'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.